0: Okay, so for all you listeners out there, we've got a competition running at the moment where we want you to hit us up on Twitter and uh, suggest your Simpsons uh, episodes that you want us to review. What's that Twitter handle there, Elliot J. O'Neill? That would be at Simpsons Index. What was that again? At Simpsons Index. Thanks, Elliot J. O'Neill. Did you hear it last time? Let's run it one more time. At Simpsons Index. You can win a bunch of stuff.
1: Win a bunch of stuff. Cool stuff. Stuff you love. Surprisingly not Simpsons stuff.
0: Yeah, there's no Simpsons stuff. I'm sorry. Sorry, we don't have that. We hoard that all for ourselves. For ourselves. If we pick your episode on our January 10th episode, you will win the box of merch. All right, so hit us up there. Thank you for listening, and um, here is the Simpsons Index. The Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. And coming out straight from the dank in Newtown, this is the Simpsons Index. Hello, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, joining you for. No, not that. <laughs> Welcoming you to episode 25. Oh my God, we are like 12% of the way there. Anyway, as I said, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me in the dank this week is.
2: Oh, good, eh? <laughs> Sheridan that...
0: here. <laughs> That's Sheridan there, and. Um. Are poo
1: and ass taken?
0: (laughs) 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 Nicely done. So yeah, got BT in the dank as uh, mostly usual, and joining us for the first time this week is Sheridan Morley. Hello, Sheridan. How's it going? Good, man. How are you?
2: Yeah, not too bad. Full of pizza, which always helps with these things, I think. Are we
1: pronouncing that correct? Morley. 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 There's been, since I know you, my constant fear that I'm pronouncing it wrong.
2: (laughs) Well, now you know.
0: It's it's like Mornay sauce. I'm pretty More sure late. I just
2: wrote my name on my notebook and smudged some pizza grease on it. <laughs> looks like an accent, so I yeah. went with it.
0: That's so cool. just before we hit into the Simpsons Index, we are going to do the food index, and tonight we ate pizza from Mum and Mama Rosie's. Guys, what would you think?
1: I liked it.
2: That was damn good. That was mm. good pizza. That was damn, damn, damn good.
0: I'm going to say that's a cubic zirconia pizza right there. <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, settle, whoa. settle down. Whoa. <laughs>
1: Unless my pizza comes with a lap dance, I don't use <laughs> anything.
2: Yeah, that is a big call, come to think of it. Yeah. You know, the whole cherry tomato thing sort of gives me the shit, so maybe the one below <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cubic Oh, fuck Nicola. cherry tomatoes. Okay, yeah, gold. <laughs> They're almost on par with putting rocket on a pizza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is, as we know, just an absolute sin.
1: Uh, putting rocket on a pizza without saying you're going to do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm.
1: At Surprise least,
2: Rocket is the worst kind the, of rocket. Just,
1: they're like, it's rocket, you'll love it. Fuck you, it is
0: just bullshit lettuce.
2: Bullshit lettuce that tastes like dirt.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's called Rocket. You'd think it'd be bitching.
1: Like, I, yeah. Rocket. <laughs> yep, it feels like the marketing department for Rocket really pinned that. <laughs> but they're fucking bastards.
0: So anyway, before we hook into our chat about the episode, um, Sheridan, first time guest on the, the podcast, mm-hmm. Um uh, can you just give us a brief history of you and The Simpsons?
2: Uh, actually, when I was growing up, I wasn't particularly allowed to watch The Simpsons as a kid. Really? Yeah, my mum thought it was trash, and Ooh. so, of course, that made me want to watch it a hell of a lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we would quite often send my mum out to the supermarket on some sort of bullshit errand, and, um, you know, conveniently while The Simpsons was on. Yep. And my oh, dad I'm would sort of, of sneak us mm-hmm. a sort of... Uh, <clears throat> a packet of chips and a <laughs> bottle of lemonade and we'd watch The Simpsons. So it's been a love affair since then.
0: <laughs> nice one. Um, so we just watched Season 26, Episode 8, Covercraft, a.k.a. the one where Homer becomes a bass player and Apu mm. becomes the lead singer of yep. Sungazer. Naturally. Guys, what would you think? It is okay.
2: Not bad. Underwhelming. Mm.
0: Underwhelming.
2: Yeah, underwhelming with, you know, a few shining little moments, but... uh. Not enough to make me enthused.
1: That is totally fair. Mm. I will say, to uh, to be entirely fair, the pizza arrived right when this episode was happening. I may not have written as many notes as I would have had my hands not been full of pizza. However, <laughs> at no point do I feel like, put the pizza down, you have to write a note about that.
2: Yeah, that's right. And I think, to make a sort of blanket statement, I've sort of not given up on The Simpsons in the, the sort of newer seasons, but... It got to a point where it's sort of like, hmm, <laughs> And that's all you'd sort of get out of it jokes-wise, you, you know. Like, Back oh, in the day, you'd be on droll. the floor sort of, yeah, exactly, on the floor rolling around, you know. So what I will say about this episode is there are a few sort of, <laughs>
0: Yeah they basically
2: just ripping the shit out of Sammy Hagar
1: <laughs> But So you know Which is always fun Props for that And
0: ripping uh, the shit out of bass players Which <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah Elliot <See>? Neil <laughs> As a bass player How does that make you feel?
0: Oh it's all done in good humour You know When the Simpsons went to Australia they Such a had
2: bass player response I know <laughs> Why don't you bleed for us goddammit uh, You know
0: what guys I'm just happy to be here on stage <laughs> with you all I don't care if It's you... all music
3: Yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> we do it
3: for. The I mean, I'm of. dead inside, but that happened a long time ago <laughs> when I
0: decided to become a bass player. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, the um, episode kicks off with that weird thing with King Toot's um, manager, yeah. which we haven't met before, fighting with Mo over the well, dumpster and thing,
1: It's a King thought, Toot. And we, we've met the manager of King Toot before, and it wasn't yeah, that him.
0: guy. That was a like four was and a half read. It was, it was
1: sorry what?
2: And it wasn't that guy. No, it no. wasn't. It was, no, it
0: was,
1: it was not a very guy different some guy. Some random. Okay, fine. It's been a lot of years. Maybe King Toot has changed hands. Mm. But it was like mm. continuity, please. <laughs> uh, uh, I think you'll find <laughs> when he strikes <played laughs> the third rabbit, places two different tunes. What is going on here? But no, I mean. Why wasn't it that guy, basically? I mean, there's no reason to it not be.
0: But yeah, I didn't really like any of the material with them fighting and then rambling and then the cops come in and arrest them and then they're fighting in his store again and then they get arrested It was just all very boring and pointless. Mm-hmm. But to lead us to the thing where Lisa goes, oh no, King Toots is shot, we have to shop at a big box music store. And yeah, but
1: I mean, what was the downside of that? It looked like a pleasant place.
0: Yeah. Well I think even Homer had the line, you know, Ah, oh, come on, Lisa, just, you know, bow to your corporate overlords or something yeah, like that. That's
2: right. And what I liked was the pan around, and I didn't catch all of them, but the pan around the parking lot with all these IKEA-style gigantic conglomerate buildings. <laughs> yeah. And just some of those names. Toys
0: be us, babies be us. Yeah. Pets and Lamps was my yep. favourite, actually. It's <laughs> just Disney, ripping on Disney that Disney whole Disney.
2: Aldi culture where you can basically get whatever the fuck you want in the same place mm-hmm. and it all falls to pieces the next day. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And then, as it turns out, in you know the corporate conglomerate music store, you've got a bunch of fucking... Failed music students working in there. Dick,
0: that's not a person name.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You have a name that's not real.
0: So yeah, uh, part of the inspiration why I picked this episode is because uh, we know Sheridan because uh, we went to university together. Mm. And we went to a music university. Yeah, I really
2: shouldn't talk about poor Stig in that music shop. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like I'm, you know, touring around the world right now. We're
0: all music graduates.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Full disclosure, that hurts.
0: (laughs) And using our degrees to very... Uh, so much success. You, you just
1: grab the handle of that knife and pull it up. Why would you do that? <laughs> I feel like Why it qualified
2: us that? pretty well to sit around in your room eating pizza and drinking beers <laughs> and talking about I am the Simpsons. so qualified for this. I have <laughs>
1: 10,000 hours experience. If yep. anything, I'm <laughs> overqualified. <I know. laughs> you want to see some experience, you let me take my goddamn pants off. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, you know, blame fucking Malcolm Turnbull for not opening up enough jobs, right? You know, right. we're way too overqualified for these pizza And eating, Mike Baird shutting job. down
0: our um, nightlife Industry from, you know, we could be playing music. We say right as now, we could be at no. a bar bed up the road. <laughs> bed, turkey, bed dear. Bed uh, But big. I mean, it's okay because we're getting an extra half an hour um, before <laughs> our bedtime now. I guess we're we're really grown up. Now. <laughs> Damn right. Um, so Stig talks Homer into buying the bass guitar and. Uh, does the whole thing of over-complimenting him and, oh, my God, you're already one of the world's best bass players and he's playing the root notes. (laughs) And to be fair, that's kind of how I got by in uni.
1: (laughs) There you
2: go. I mean... That's kind
1: of how the bass player of U2 gets by.
2: (laughs) I suppose it goes to show you really only need to be able to play one note and that's how he makes the sale in the end. The failed music student shreds over the top of him and makes him feel really good about himself. So now I'm wondering if that's actually how most bass players feel all the time. (laughs)
0: Also yeah, liked. we just like to sit back. You know, we're just happy that everyone's having fun. Just
2: in the pocket, you know. <laughs> he gets him to start doing the whole neck move thing.
0: Or as Homer says, you know, I've always been great at laying down, you know. Just adding <laughs> grooves was no big... Yeah, I liked that line. <laughs> um. So anyway, then it goes into a montage of, like, Homer's bass playing rattling the house. and But yeah, he has that line about, um, oh, I'll be like all those other bass players. Like, the guy from Who and that dude in Led Zeppelin that wasn't Page Plan or Bonham. And... I'm like, yeah, JPJ.
2: So rememberable. John Paul Jones.
1: <laughs> Goddamn, so listen to Crooked Vultures.
0: Yep. Um, <laughs> fucking amazing. I reckon the best Led Zeppelin baseline was probably Good Times, Bad Times, like those breaks. You I was going to that-
2: say, do you literally mean, darn it?
0: No. <laughs> darn it. <laughs> Where it's after the chorus, you know. Woman goes home with another man and no one do not seem to care. Like, oh.
2: Mm, so that's how it goes. Yeah, man. Sorry, I was paying attention to the guitar solo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like most people, unlike most Ouch! people. Ouch. Bass players of the Burn Ward, please. So
0: I, I will you know, it. I've been putting on this, you know, happy-go-lucky bass player voice, but it's more like the droopy dog, isn't it? Mm. Oh, I'm just a bass player. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody loves me.
1: <laughs> Finally, you get to the truth.
2: Wind <laughs> <laughs> back know. all those layers of shit in between, <laughs> and you end up with the droopy dog who can play one note. Aww.
0: Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, all this uh, base rattling funness uh, leads Marge to get pissed off and um, uh, out at lunch with her friends, I guess.
2: The ladies who... <laughs> all the women who hate each other yeah. somehow <laughs> always go out to complain about their husbands. There's a bit of a statement in there, I think.
0: Yeah. I think so.
1: <laughs> that women who hate the husbands will unify over a mutual hatred and form a conglomerate of which they will then lend- lead to... I don't actually remember this part of the episode. I was too busy eating pizza.
2: <laughs> God damn
1: it, Peach. I... They expect honesty from me and nothing else. When you look okay, at the index okay. for
0: this episode, it'll just be rankings, uh, me, whatever, Sheridan, participant, probably, and then Beach, pizza. Hey, don't tell <laughs> me
2: how to feel. I'll make up my own mind. At the I end will of cut
1: this. an 80% page rant. <laughs> <laughs> that sentence to make no sense.
0: All right. Um, so, anyway, yeah, she's bitching with all these women who, yeah, she was fighting with in the Peter episode, the pretzel episode. Hmm. And. Um, that that makes them realise that all their husbands are currently going through a midlife crisis where they've that's taken up right. jamming. And I did like this plot point. Um, yep. Yeah, and forcing all the husbands to come together to jam.
2: Yeah, that's right. And board. I think, uh, is it Benice, Dr. Hibbert's husband? Yeah. She uh, she said something like, you know, when, when a man grows up, gets married, has some kids, has worked the same job as, you know, for 30, 40 years... There's a hole that can only be filled by jamming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: yeah. like, yeah, right. <laughs> so if we're trying to fill the jamming hole right now, what are we going to do when we're fifty?
1: Jam some more.
2: Jam some more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was a good, and you know, all the instruments made sense. You know, a bit of continuity there. Revlon Lovejoy Joy with his guitar. Yep. Um, harking My- back to the Michael episode. Michael,
1: row oh. your. Yeah. Michael, <laughs> roll your book. Yep. <laughs> My, Michael. <laughs>
0: And um, Yeah, and bass suited Homer as well and uh, drums, Hibbert, of course. Um, The one thing that bugged me about this is when they did get together and jam and Kirk's on the keyboard, there's no keyboard in that song at all.
2: I was actually getting annoyed at the same time. I didn't pick up on that, but what I do always pick up on is whenever someone's playing drums in a cartoon, Mm -hmm. they're visually playing some fucked up solo and the (laughs) beat is always just (laughs) like four on the floor just like boomch boomch, boom-ch, it's fucking around all over the place. I'm like, I actually want to hear what he's really playing in that cartoon.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it looks like avant-garde jazz, even though it's
2: just... <laughs> Way out of time.
0: Yeah. Boots yeah. and cats and boots and cats.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> and assume they cut the piano solo for being too edgy.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, it is, what did they say the style was?
0: Um, I think they said hard garage rock, yeah. Hard garage rock. But um, it, what it really reminded me of was, like, yacht rock, which is all very much like that 80s... Uh, yacht y- rock. Whoa, whoa, yacht whoa. rock. You know, it's the kind of uh, rock that, you know, uh, a 50-year-old guy would listen to on his yacht. Right. You know, like Asia and uh, Striper and... <laughs> mm. And, yeah, I'm like, all
2: right with that. I don't I don't know <laughs> that I've met anyone with a yacht who listens to Strike. Because those people
0: have money. I'm
2: open to it.
0: Yeah. But yeah, yeah, totally like inoffensive, but you know, little bit of edge rock sort of yeah. Oh, yeah. Too Collins. edgy
2: for this elevator. A guy yeah. wore tight pants in the eighties sort of guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um so anyway, at the top of Act Two, uh Apu joins the band as their singer in a very um Journey esque story. You mm. guys know the story of Journey?
1: mm No one knows the story of Journey. (laughs)
0: It's (laughs) on Netflix. You
1: can watch it now. No one knows the story (laughs) of Journey. That's the most I can shut my face. So anyway, I
0: don't know why the singer of Journey isn't there now, but their current singer used to be in a Journey cover band. That's right. And like from Japan as well.
2: Yeah. Small Asian Man Sings Like Steve Perry. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Steve Perry. That should be yeah. the name
1: of the goddamn fucking documentary. <laughs> I would watch that. It's like, coming over next like Small Asian yeah, Man Sings always... Like. Tell me more. See,
2: I always just assumed it was called Small Asian Man Sings <laughs> Like Steve Perry.
0: Yeah. No, it's called Don't Stop Believing, named Bullshit. after their. Oh, uh, fuck. I'm already taking a nap.
1: <laughs> but you make it Small Asian Man Sings Like. T- I mean, I don't even know who that is, but. Tell me more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's very good, though I have to say I have oh, seen it's him.
0: Excellent! It's and yeah, it's a great documentary as well. I mean, I'm you know lukewarm on the music of Journey, but
2: you're lukewarm <laughs> on the music of Journey. Well, because they we were, were born
0: it, to be lukewarm. <laughs> it was it's such yacht rock crap. I have mean... you stopped believing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that what's going on here?
1: Did you take the midnight train going anywhere? You're not
2: a small town girl. <laughs> You are living in a lonely world, though, if you fucking hate journey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're getting off track here. Oh, we, uh,
0: we do, but you know, tangents. The are fun, journey
1: index. The ge-
0: <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, uh, in a very yeah, in a story that parallels the journey story, Apu joins, um, their band and uh, they form Covercraft. And well, Homer says the name of the episode in the episode, and that's his band. And they yep. drag that out too long with yep. Hibbert going, "Don't like Covercraft," and he's like, "I didn't think of that. Uh, I didn't like that." No. Yeah. Overcooked, Um, but uh, he does make the great point. You know, we're a cover band. You know, it'll give the audience the thrill of live music without the fear of hearing something new. And (laughs) after you know last terrorential gig playing Metallica, and then the other last terrorential gig playing terrorential songs. You know, Mm, nice little plug there. Are you
1: part of a metal band called Terrorential?
0: Yes, I am. What was that band's name again? Terrorential. And if you find them, and if you're American, it's Terrorential. (laughs)
2: Torrential.
0: Because <laughs> they can't say terror right. They say it as a one-syllable word. Yeah, right. Tar-rist.
2: You sound like Cleveland Brown. Torrential.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,
2: we then fast forward to a Cabbage Festival, I believe.
0: The Cabbage Festival, and they're having massive success, and, you know, they... Uh, Homer tells Apu, you know, just pretend you're back at the Quickie Mart singing the covers, and... Um, And then after a little bit of nerves, he has the big success at the Cabbage Festival. And then they get to play the Sauerkraut Festival and the Purple Cabbage Festival. I will say
1: my only note between pizza (laughs) was Sauerkraut Festival. I want to go to there. That's right. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love Sauerkraut
1: so much. I do want
2: to rewind a little bit though, because I think and the part that particularly made you burst out for a second there, that was probably my favorite part of the episode and had no relevance to anything. So Apu's in the quickie mart and, you know, going on about how he could only sing when he was in the quickie mart yep. alone yep. and he used yep. it as a coping mechanism while everyone around him was sort of going mental. And there's a dude that's on the floor <laughs> scratching about 100,000 scratches <laughs> and then he ends up just <laughs> ploughing his face into all the scratchings <laughs> and <laughs> snorting it like a giant pile of coke.
1: I mean, we've all <laughs> been there. And
2: has, we've all been there, right? Well, you want to so snort
1: some failure. Yeah. I just think
2: it was just the, the split second. That's, you know, the best parts of The Simpsons are those brief cutaways that have no relevance. It's just like, let's make this guy snort a bunch of scratches.
0: And that it's not particularly called attention to because no. it was still sort of on the side of the frame as well <laughs> and not like spelled out it as wasn't well. It was
1: not the point of the scene, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, very quiet, very quiet humour there. Um, mm. But yeah, then after that, so yeah, they, they've played the Cabbage Festival. They do this great run of montage things with the different places they're playing, the Red Cabbage Festival, the Policeman's Ball, the Savoy Cabbage Festival. And, <laughs> the um, Don't
2: talk to strangers, kids dance or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and then Homer does the very obvious plot spelling out of, yep, it would take very unforeseen circumstances to break us up. Very unforeseen. Mm-hmm. Smash cut too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they do the actual sun gazer. Not a real band, by the way, if you were confused about that. I was. But they <laughs> do
2: have a fake band Wikipedia page. That's really? They do.
1: Therefore, they're real.
0: Yeah, wow, Exactly, they're real enough. I not people were that passionate about this episode that they'd make fake Wikipedia yeah. pages for it. Yep. There you go. Um... <laughs> And then they, uh, in amongst this, they did the first of two Sammy Hagar gags. I don't remember really liking either of them. I don't remember either of them.
2: Well, I just don't really like Sammy Hagar, so I Who thought, you know. <laughs> he was the
0: second singer of Van Halen. <laughs> Ooh. He's not what dreams were made of. No.
2: no, certainly not mine. He
0: sang on the album. The album was called OU812, as in uh, the letters and the numbers. Yeah.
1: I will not jump for
0: that. <laughs> That's just what it takes. Nope. Tell me why. Nope. Fuck Sammy Hagar.
2: But that's the thing. But It being Sammy Hagar on the episode sort of made me angry. But the fact that they were just ripping the shit out of him, <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right.
0: Yeah, but he got <laughs> a lot of money for that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You'd have to. Yeah, well, I mean, Sammy Hagar.
2: <laughs> I can imagine if it was someone with, you know, a much bigger ego that was in, like, good on him for taking it on the chin, you know?
0: Mm.
2: Just like, yeah, I am a fuckwit. Well, Go I ahead. mean, Just he obviously me doesn't take his
0: life seriously. He managed to get in a band with Michael Anthony, Joe Satriani, and Chad Smith, and it's fucking called Chicken Foot. <laughs> but tell us what you really think, Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Anthony is an excellent bass player. Um, so anyway, yeah, Apu sends them gold class tickets. I liked the... Um, Gags around like uh, Homer getting the gold class treatment with you know the parking inside like the crowd and then (laughs) the tiny cart that took him four rows down. (laughs) That's right. Put him to his seats. It's a
1: classic.
2: What what do one of those tickets cost to a rock show these days? Twelve hundred bucks.
0: Well, in Australia, (laughs) yeah, twelve hundred bucks and a pint of blood.
2: That's right. You might get a a meet and greet from five hundred meters away. You might get a meet
1: and (laughs) greet from the agent who shook hands with the other agent who actually controls the band. (laughs)
2: That's right. Maybe a t-shirt.
0: Mm. But, I mean, it does speak to how far your money goes in America to uh, Australia. Like, Oh, it's when, out of control. When we were at the Blue Note, you know, fucking, like, I could reach out and touch Marcus Miller, but if he Did was... Did you? To... A couple of times. He, he tried, we were <laughs> removed. <laughs> we had to sit slightly further away. God yeah, damn it. Yeah, right.
2: In the silver section.
1: I just wanted to eat cheesecake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did we tell you about that? Nope. He's got a jazz name now.
2: You've got a jazz name,
0: Cheesecake Calloway.
2: Cheesecake Calloway. If you I'm listening to, to jazz, Ooh. I'm eating cheesecake. Sleazy, cheesy. <laughs> 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 yes,
0: oh, please. Oh, you've got a nickname for your nickname. Take a cheese. I
1: have made it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is true, though. What you, going back to what you were saying about how far your money goes on concerts over there? It's just out of control. You know, you might pay 150 bucks these days for a a top level modern band, mm. and then you're paying what fucking when Axel Rose came out when Guns N' Roses were touring again. What right. was it? 800 bucks a ticket?
0: Oh, something like that See for the gold fat section. See some cunt
2: jumping... Oh, excuse my language. See some... Uh,
1: <laughs> Sheridan Molly, did you Sorry, say cunt?
2: Some fucking piece of shit guy.
0: Just cunt. for the record, yeah. I learned how to um to put the explicit warning on iTunes. Mm. So, yeah, cunt and shit that fucking crap up all your life. <laughs>
1: Cunting, not fucking cunt. No,
2: I, I will retract the previous statement because apparently Axel Rose did pretty well on that tour, but, you know, I wasn't there, so fuck that guy. Uh,
0: There was a good gag with um the band and, you know, Apu, you know, Apu's, like, not getting paid m- enough and uh, one of the band members was like, oh, that, I said I'd kick heroin and he's got, like, five syringes hanging out of his arm.
1: Yeah, uh, Would you call that a good gag? Or... I liked it. Okay. <laughs>
0: Um, but then with the roadies taking care of for poo's kids, I didn't like that. Like. Well,
2: what I laughed at, I actually had a chuckle at that part because roadies, whenever roadies appear in The Simpsons, they're one of two types. Yeah. They're either sleazy, super overweight, just fat jerks that don't want to work yep. and they're having a cigarette outside against a truck or they're the type of roadies that featured in this episode, which were like giant, bulky, pro-wrestler-looking dudes that were working out using Apu's children as as barbells. But what I laughed at about that is every roadie I've ever seen is usually very, very scrawny. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) They're probably surviving on beer and beer alone (laughs) and forgetting (laughs) to eat every day and maybe doing some drugs. So they certainly (laughs) don't look like Hulk Hogan.
1: It's because we don't have craft services in this country.
2: It's true.
0: uh, Homer was hiding in the closet goes up to Wapu oh man I see how bad you have it let's end this and does the whole sequence with Sanjay get all the hot dogs and it was so funny because (laughs) had the montage of getting all the uh, hot dogs out of the quickie mart and they're in all gross places and I like the one where a hot dog was holding up the toilet roll that yeah. was just funny to me because I use like a soap dispenser to hold up my toilet yep. roll in my you department. Do use we've a all soap
1: dispenser. we've yeah. all beguiled <laughs> your toilet roll at some point. <laughs>
0: it's not
2: quite a hot dog. Maybe you should look into that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> might last longer. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: get your toilet roll. And then uh, Covercraft get to play the stage of Sun and I like how they're playing the song and they're doing the montage and Homer and Up who are getting their comeuppance for the hot dog bit. I thought that was a nice bit of storytelling there.
2: What I liked the most is seeing one of the members of Stargazer take off his wig and vomit <laughs> into it. That was <laughs> pretty brutal.
0: That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, pretty much ends on that note. Everyone's friends again. And um, then there's a post credit sequence with Sammy Hagar yeah. planning like a heist or something. Yeah.
1: Never post-credits. It is never worth it.
2: Never no, end it an really episode doesn't. on Sammy fucking Hagar. Just don't do it.
0: Oh, there we go, and I was checking my notes because I wrote down Will Forte was a um, guest star on this. Who was he? He was King Toot at the start.
1: Yeah, uh, right.
0: Uh, Will Forte, or Forte, I don't know what his last name is. Time for the questionnaire. Um, so you guys haven't seen this one, I bet? No. No. I've seen it about five times because... <laughs> You're a bass player. I'm a bass player, I watch too much Simpsons, and this You're is one player. of the ones that I know off the top of the head that I like from the later season. Um, what season is this? Twenty-six?
2: What, what are they up to now? Twenty-eight.
0: Hundred and four? Yeah. <laughs> right. Twenty eighth season, currently about 605 episodes, renewed until season 30, which would put them up at about 650. Wow. Yeah, right. That's brutal. So, storyline-wise, it was just an A storyline throughout that just had little offshoots. Um, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons?
2: In parts, yeah, and I mean, overall, that's sort of a, a big question, but Well, in this
0: question we like to talk about integrity, you know, whether the characters like behaving like themselves.
2: Yeah, I honestly no. I think it jumped around a lot. And the thing that if you if you want to talk about characters behaving like themselves, one thing I picked up on is sometimes I actually really hate Homer. He's supposed mm. to be deep oh, yeah. down. I think overall, deep down he's you know, he's yeah. a bit of an idiot and a bit of a bumbling fool, yeah. but he's a good guy and he, you know, he always Even if he does stupid things, he always learns his lesson. And Marge is usually his guiding light to keep him on track.
1: Generally, the big difference between uh, early Simpsons and later seasons where he is merely just the idiot later on. Yeah. As opposed to more of a foolish type, I suppose. A phenomenon that they call
0: jerk-ass Homer.
2: Yeah, well, that's right. Jerk-ass Homer. And he sort of turns into a violent, really vengeful dude. Mm. Which I think, you know, if you're talking about character integrity, I think he's supposed to be... Not really that smart. Not smart enough to be able to hatch a plan to go in and steal Apu's shirt and, you know, he might punch him out in the hallway, (laughs) which would stop him performing. But it seems a little too, I don't know, too calculated for Homer. Mm.
0: Fair enough. So, Um, in that sense, no. And yeah, I I don't know if it's not character being on point, but I didn't like his whinging in the episode. But no, I thought it was. Whingy Homer's
2: the worst.
0: Yep. But I thought the whole him becoming a bass player was very natural. Like, Definitely, that's so him.
2: He's more of a bass player than a guitarist, for sure.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. We, we were discussing earlier. He's a very clearly a, a natural musician. He p- yeah. plays piano and plays piano. <laughs> uh, he does play piano. In in the uh, episode where he hangs out with the uh, Rolling Stones Fantasy Camp, he doesn't have to be taught how to play guitar. He already knows. Yeah, correct. So it makes sense he could ev- evolve to bass rather easily. But uh, yeah, I think it, it, it's it's kind of a nice point for him.
2: Yeah, I do like the stubby fingers comment too. Oh, yeah, you know, the failed music student in the shops is like, you know, you've got the stubby stubby fingers of a bass player.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the muscular stumps. There we go. The I muscular knew I wrote, stumps. I knew I wrote it down. Sure, yeah. yeah, check out these stumps. They're muscular. They're muscular. Um, there was also a great line from Marge around them where she goes, "Every day it's doink, 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 <laughs> yeah. doink," and I'm like, "Yeah, it is. That's exactly um, what it is."
1: I guess calls me over and over again to the um, rock, rock and roll fantasy camp. Yeah. Who wants a bass? Bloom. Yeah. Bloom. Yeah.
0: Bloom. <laughs> Little eyebrow raise. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Throws away his glasses. My image. Um. <laughs> uh. The wackiness. Benefit, detriment, present, absent. Where did it fall on this quadrant? I don't think it was a particularly wacky episode. It no. wasn't, like, cartoonish.
2: No. I don't think so.
0: Um, And, you know, you'd say, unbelievable that someone would be plucked out of obscurity from a cover band to join a massive rock and roll touring band, but journey.
1: It's, it's happened.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: So, yeah, I don't think wackiness really played much of a factor in this episode, besides... In the montage scenes or in the bass rattling the house thing, but that's all sort of organic to the story sort of stuff. Mm. And I don't think it hurt the episode. Uh, heart. Did you feel the heart from Homer and Alpu at the end?
1: I don't feel any hearts. Mm. <laughs> yeah,
2: I have no heart.
0: All right, well, let's ask someone who's not dead inside. Clinkling, clinkling, cling, cling, <laughs> cling, 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 uh, cling,
2: Look, in a very superficial way. You are referring to me, aren't you?
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> not uh, uh, Mr. Roboto over there.
2: <laughs> no, I think in a very superficial way, but it was more like a... It wasn't one of the, you know, the old school Simpsons episodes where it's like, do, 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 do,
0: Yeah, and they the play that little music, yeah. Yep. Someone hugs and you're like, ah, oh. <laughs>
2: I learned something. It was more like, oh, they're friends again. woohoo! Yeah, yeah. Great.
0: Um, So, yes or no, would you watch this episode again?
1: Nah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I won't seek it out, but if it's on, I'll watch it.
0: So, yeah, minimum circumstances in which you'd watch it. For me, I'd... Absolutely put it on.
2: Hungover, mm. Fox 8 Marathon, it's the only thing on. I've ordered um, some ramen through yeah. Uber. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's how I like to gauge these things. If it's something you'll turn off, you'll know exactly how you feel about it.
2: Yeah. And I've hit pause for a while so I can fast forward through the ads. <laughs> yeah. in, under those be- <laughs> specific think, circumstances, yep, I would watch this again.
1: Nailed. I think you're completely right. Um, yes. <laughs> I would lie, I was eating pizza for most of this, so I don't really know.
0: <laughs> um, if you'd put it in a playlist, what would the theme be? Rock no. and roll episodes, I guess. Home of music. Yeah. Yeah. Home as a musician, evidence. Let's rank this thing. What? Um. Okay, Sheridan, as a first-time guest, uh, our ranking scale is a six-point scale. We start off with Cubic Zirconia okay? at the very right. tippity-top for the best of the very, very best episodes. Then we go Gold, Silver, mm, Bronze, bow, bow. Participant for meh, Flat Not-That-Great Episodes, and then Failures for just fucking Meltdowns, Things That Made You Angry at the Screen. Um, I will actually kick it off and I almost would have had it at a silver, but for me, it's a bronze. It's a very easy bronze, um, because I enjoyed it more than I didn't enjoy it, but there's some fundamental flaws with it. Take it away, Shaz. What do you rank it?
2: Well, look, I'd probably lean towards participant, but I'm not going to go there for two reasons. And the first is that you fucking told me I would. And so now (laughs) I just don't want to. (laughs) And the second is... That's right. And then the second is, you know, I, I'm generally a bit of an easy market too. It wasn't terrible. Mm. I didn't hate it, but, you know, it wasn't great either. So I'm going bronze as well.
0: Bronze as well. All right, BT, what'd you think? I'm going to
1: bronze mostly because I was so distracted <laughs> by pizza. I don't remember anything. P- but I'll also if I, if I was so easily distracted by pizza, there's not much really I remember. That's right. However, due to peer pressure, <laughs> I'm going to go bronze. A bronze. Oh, too
2: easy. Because right. I cannot
1: define my problems with it. Because again, my notes are simply sauerkraut festival. Want to go to there? Yeah, my page <laughs> says
2: cabbage, hole filled by jammin', neck confidence, <laughs> washed well, up music know, graduate teaching. Martin. Everybody,
1: especially today's modern working woman, could use some neck confidence. That's true. The number of women I see walking down the street are like ashamed of their neck, and I'm like, be proud. That is a neck that holds up your head. It's true. Oh yeah, Nick big confidence. neck woman. What's that maker song?
0: Is that the one? <laughs> I like big necks and I cannot laugh.
1: <laughs> Baby got neck.
0: <laughs> oh man, I just got stumped. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Anyway, so the next episode we're going to watch is, we're going to go to season 12. And the Simpsons Index hasn't been to season 12 since episode 4. What? I don't know how this happened. How? I guess we just didn't watch a season 12 episode for that many episodes. Oh. So we're going back to season 12 with Lisa the Tree Hugger featuring Joshua Jackson. Oh, so good. Is
2: that who it is? Yeah. <laughs> I never yeah. knew that
0: early 2000s heartthrob Joshua Jackson Wow, from Dawson's Creek. And you didn't
1: feel your heart throb when you heard his voice? No, not particularly. I did.
0: I was you're very flaccid. <laughs>
1: and you're very flaccid about it.
0: <laughs> All right, so... Don't we
2: switched roles. <laughs> <laughs> spending too much time together already.
0: And we will be back with this after these short
1: messages from our non-sponsors hi have you tried crap it's in a can now you should try it it's crap but it's in a can it's convenient fuck you
0: We are back, and we just watched season 12 episode blah, blah. <laughs> I forgot which one it is. Good start, good Take start. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know it was called Lisa the Tree Hugger. If you need to know the episode number, it is up on The Simpsons Index. Well, um, so what this,
1: website is that, Elia J. Neil?
0: That is thesimpsonsindex.com. But it's different to the Twitter handle? Which is at Simpsons Index.
1: My gosh, how confusing. Why she- did you do that?
0: You think you're confused? The Facebook is also fb.com slash the Simpsons I will slap you till you die. We just <laughs> watched Lisa the tree hugger, a.k.a. the one where uh, Lisa lives in a tree to protect it from being cut down. Guys, what'd you think?
1: I think I like this one. Super sweet. Yeah,
0: yeah. this is a great episode. Um, Definitely shows the promise of the, uh, the early teens. Most definitely. That all was not lost at this point. Um, so, yeah, brief synopsis-wise, like, um... Well, this is one that
1: starts somewhere very different and then evolves in terms of plot to... It's all A, for starters. Yep. And, uh, but you start off with uh, Bart pining over the new game station, which you can't afford. So he asks Marge for, you know, some money, as you would as a kid. And she's like, get a job. So he gets a job as a, uh putting out menus for a Thai restaurant, which naturally leads to Lisa being worried about the earth and environment and needing to uh, protect a tree, then babysitting a tree, then that's where you get, you know, we'll move on as as the segments go on.
0: But yeah, it was one of the ones where the first act was largely devoid from the... Um, rest of the story but I mean it, it didn't, didn't
1: feel disjointed from it it felt no. connected to it
2: I actually yeah. thought it, it happened very very organically yeah. that one actually really impressed me yeah, you know it it's like I want it a game like... station get a job the job yeah. leads to the money to take them to Krusty Burger where you know the yeah. pita stuff happens in the meantime you know the the job itself handing out menus leads to all the menus lying around the street which makes Lisa think about the environment yeah. and get some all throwbacks
1: quite... when later on uh, the, the Thai restaurant and you may always say, $50,000 for Tara's stop menu. Yeah. That's right.
2: That's right. But it did all happen very organically, I thought.
0: I feel like organic is like going to be the word of this episode, like giving <laughs> the whole nature of the storyline. Like story pocket, line. Mulch. Well, yeah. it <laughs> pocket mulch. Well, happened
1: rather naturally. Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I uh, know, I agree. It, feel like, it felt like they got all the jokes they could have out of the menu delivery stuff, and then they moved on. I think that's great. I think it really works for this.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, just going back to the start. Yeah, I love the bit with the 256K K game station. Oh, I've got only this useless 252. Um, <laughs> and I love Marge's song about thrift. It is <laughs> no, no. so dumb, but it's Reaches so much. Reaches
1: into her purse to bring out the... Uh, the <laughs> the, uh, the <laughs> tuning thing. The tuning yeah. harp. To can, make you, sure can you
2: achieve. give us a quick recap three. of the t- of the track, um, of the little ditty? When,
3: when you get fire. a
0: penny from a chum, don't just spend it on bubble gum. Put it in your cap. Put it in your cap. And I like how it ends with when you spy a quarter in <laughs> a pie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just <laughs> yeah.
2: fade out. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that it's that sort of um, mom, like Marge is yeah. so good yeah. at that stuff all it's the time. It's
1: exa- got that exact kind of mom kind yeah, of joke. Yeah, exactly. Right? I love We've it. all it's been very, there. It's very relatable. Yeah, I love that.
0: And song. then, yeah, subtly in the background, Maggie, Maggie is delighted by this song <laughs> as well. <I'm> and She's <laughs> clapping along.
1: Yeah. Because uh, uh, she, she knows this tune, yeah.
0: Then he goes to the Thai restaurant, which is then called. Menu boy. You buy. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Thai now. <laughs> you Thai
3: now. That's right. <laughs> yeah, which
1: is. And now, and that you're new to the Simpsons Index, we're going to open a restaurant that's called Thai Good You Like Shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the first thing I'll probably say about the, the dude who runs the Thai restaurant is. This whole thing, like, here's this Thai man, this allegedly Thai man, yeah. with this weird, fake, old man Chinese accent
3: <laughs> through the whole
2: thing. That's true. <laughs> That's sort of teaching Bart karate principles. I'm like, okay.
0: And keeps talking <laughs> about various uh, US universities and... Yeah, um, liberal Brunken arts hypocrisy. college. hypocrisy, baseball caps everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I like that line, but I do. He's no, more I everywhere. really
1: like all his dialogue, even just quit boy. Oh, quit a boy. boy. <laughs> I want yell that at most people.
0: Like, <laughs> And, oh yeah, menu broiv isn't wussy like shrimp, menu boy is brave like, like prawn. Prawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um So, yeah, it leans into uh, after that, you know, he trains him up uh, to, you know. Um, deliver the menu silently and swiftly and it uh, goes into that whole montage with Matrix-esque music and this is just so like
2: Charlie's Angels I believe, the remake
0: Oh really? Mm. That yep. Pretty sure
2: Although that in itself could have been a reference to something But else yeah, I, I mean he does missed. the whole
0: like <laughs> floating uh, with the camera revolving around him, it's just it's, it's everyone Matrix. did a Matrix parody and this was the Simpsons one for back in 2002. That's right And yeah, so, but, you know, forget about the game station. He's got enough money to take the family out to Krusty Burger. Hey,
1: for a kid of 10, that's huge.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess that's one thing that went missing here. He just completely forgets about the game station.
0: I assume he already bought it. Like, yeah,
2: right.
1: Yeah, it, it becomes not the driving force anymore after, and that's what I think works well. This is you forget that original objective while watching it. True, and yeah. it becomes about the destination, be, not be, the journey. Be exactly, mm. being a good menu boy. Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I love the line in the car. Oh, hey, Lisa, some of us are doers, and some are don'ters. And then Homer's like, take that, Lisa's beliefs. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. which which then drives Lisa to. When they show up to Krusty Burger and there yeah. are a bunch of protesters protesting Krusty Burger becomes a doer rather than a doer.
0: Yeah, she does. Doesn't she get um, proactive here? They uh, do the whole cows protesting on the roof thing and they take them down with the beanbag guns and the uh, bag zuka. I was going to say. <laughs>
2: yes. That was one of my favourite uh, cheap Wiggum lines, actually. and delightful. Yes, that's right.
0: But I don't like how the um, act ended with um, Homer and the limo gag. The Simpsons are going to France. Like, what was that? Mm.
1: That, uh, I do not even remember it. (laughs)
2: Simpsons are going to Paris. Is the joke that they just never go to Paris? Yeah. Yeah, right. But they have. Yeah. Check out the episode
0: where they go to Paris on episode 48 of The Simpsons.
1: Was that Paris? Yeah, wow. (laughs) Don't stop predicting your own goddamn show. Now we have to do that for 48. Yeah,
2: continuity, people. We like
1: continuity. (laughs) (laughs) At least I do.
2: Anyway, that's some nice work with the bagzuka. <laughs> <laughs> Was one of my favourites. Gotta yeah. love what you do. <fum> yeah,
0: <laughs> gotta love what you do, Chief. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, so starter back two starts with you know um, Ken Brockman doing the news report and saying <laughs> the quote from Crossy. This I don't, I don't need. <laughs> need. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
2: I think there's that. You know, the news report is a good sort of. Um, what what do you call it? Segway? A sort of, yeah. Well no, it's a good like way it, to come
0: back into an act, you know, you can sort of update the audience on what happened in the first act, you know. Yeah.
2: So in that sense it is a good segue, but what I'm trying to get at is that you can squeeze a lot of jokes into the news report. Yeah. Right. And they do. Yeah, and they g- particularly did on this you one. You can
1: transition from the event to someone talking about the event, put that jokes in, yeah. and th- but then still have your characters somewhere else watching the th- report. That's right. So you've yeah. completely
2: done a scene change, and Which, that was actually a really good yeah, one too. It's I a thought. very
1: nice transition. I agree.
2: Because you've got, you know, all the hippie jokes. Yeah. You know, yep. this is a young gentleman whose Birkenstock's on the rise and all that sort of stuff. And you <laughs> go, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But then you've got Marge saying, he'd be cute if he wasn't so idealistic. And you sort <laughs> of have a bit of a chuckle
1: <laughs> to if, yourself. If you didn't know already, that's where we're going.
2: Yeah, right.
0: Um. So, yeah, at the top of Act 2, they do the news report. And Lisa goes, visits him in jail when we get the the classic line yep. of... Oh, I'm a level five vegan. I don't need anything cast a shadow. <laughs> like I've heard this so often quoted. And the pocket mulch as well. Yep. The oh and, New, mulch. and in New Orleans they host us down with Tabasco.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> I'm like, hey, I've been there and I get that reference. Yeah.
2: Sounds excellent. They
1: love Tabasco and everything.
0: Yeah, they put the, the Tabasco on their ketchup. Yep. <laughs>
2: There is they really sort of hammer out all the sort of vegetarian and hippie stereotypes in this and I love it. Yeah, he's doing some weird yoga pose when she turns (laughs) up. Oh yeah, but I did yoga before it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, super, super patronizing. You know, they really dig into the whole, you know, patronizing vegan thing. But what I love about it is that they also they do both extremes. And that's one thing that The Simpsons are very good at. Mm. So they'll rip they'll rip the shit out of the hippies. But they'll also have the rich Texan, the time menu guy, you know, the secret yeah. tree auction and yeah. like rip the shit out of the far, far right as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's like they're mm. always, you know, if they're doing politics episodes, they're never just Republicans or just Democrats, you yeah, know. They they're both shit.
1: Balance out on <laughs> what's <laughs> funny rather than what they believe. That's right.
0: Yeah, where they make um, out the hippies to be idealistic, yoga loving hipsters and then they make out the right to be People who have no shame parking on beavers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who have the license plate, no No shame. shame. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, that leads to the whole underground hippie meeting uh, who've gotten the footage of the tree auction and um, have decided that, yeah, someone needs to go save this redwood and who answers the call but Lisa, of course. Yep.
1: Because you can't down, come down, not even for Burning Man. Yeah, <laughs> not even for a fish, fish concert.
2: concert. <laughs> That's right. It's just like one hippie joke after the next. Right.
0: The yeah, next yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the times where it worked, where you can tell they just had a whiteboard, they wrote down every hippie reference they knew. Yeah. Uh, vegan, mulching, yeah. fish concerts, <laughs> Burning Man. <and laughs>
1: but it worked so much better than the other times we, we've suspected whiteboard writing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um,
1: the opening at the poser level. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. It just takes yeah. all of Lisa's activism and just
0: deletes it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Again, the patronising vegan thing. They do yeah. it very, very yeah, well. Yeah.
0: So before Lisa goes up the tree, they have this moment which I think we all were very weirded out with where... The Simpsons are sitting around the dining table. Homer's reading the paper and he's like, Look at all these refugees. What's with all their sad faces? And Marge goes, They've gone under terrible hardship. Well, moping won't stop. <laughs> I was just it. like, What? Ouch.
1: <laughs> Compare that to uh, the Duff Gardens episode. It was like, 16 immigrant workers die constructing the pyramid. there's plenty blame where that came from. Oh, oh yeah, that's man. right. <laughs>
2: there really is a lot of very dark social commentary in this show. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, uh, Lisa goes up the tree, a couple of cool montages there, and, um, yeah, that was all fine sort of material. No sort of massive jokes in that section.
1: I do really like, um, she gets a care package like, Thai soup from Bart. Dear Lisa, <laughs> you rock. Mom is worried. Dad is fr- trying to build a ladder, but it is of poor construction. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> and then when she's using the binoculars to look in on the family, it yeah, yeah. looks like they're hugging and he's choking Bart. And then they bring it back where she decides, you know, to go back to the uh, house just for an hour or whatever. Guess and she's they've still, all fallen asleep. She's still and Marge has fallen asleep with Maggie in her arms and... Bart and Homer are fallen asleep, smiling but Homer's choking Bart as they sleep <laughs> yeah. like uh, Yeah.
2: I do have to say, well, did anyone else pick up on the fact that this episode more or less gives away the location of Springfield?
0: Really?
1: Ooh, doesn't?
2: I think How? so. Well, a couple of things. So yeah. it's Christmas. They're all sitting around the Christmas fire with the Santa stockings, and yet yeah. everyone. Well, they wearing... were also
0: coloring Easter eggs. So. They
2: were, but to be <laughs> fair, you know. Yeah, th- it's
0: no, a no, thing. I,
1: I think that's a montage of uh, everything you would miss from being away from your family. Yeah, They're yeah. They're yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah, stockings yeah. and painting Easter eggs.
2: Well, there's more to this. So Continue. either way, yeah. if it was Christmas, it you know be a bit cold. Everyone's walking around in a t-shirt. So yeah, okay, maybe California. Not only that, the Redwood Oregon. is native to the Pacific
1: Coast.
0: Oh. Oregon.
2: Oregon and California.
0: Someone did a tree tour no, on their last journey in the US. Literally,
1: uh, film theorist, where are the Simpsons?
0: Oregon. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, there yeah. you go. Oh, well, the, the Simpsons Redwood. have a, have said it's Oregon. Like, yeah. Matt oh, Gra- fuck. All right, <laughs> we'll forget this Oh, you then. didn't know that? No. no. <laughs> oh, like uh, last year, two years ago, Matt Groening came out and goes, it's Oregon. And oh, then what a bastard. And yeah, during one of the opening crawls on The Simpsons, I think the couch gag was, we're in Oregon, shut up now, or something. <laughs> something to that effect.
2: <laughs> I feel like Homer's is too much of a Republican to live in Oregon.
0: So anyway, uh, Lisa falls asleep when she goes back, visits the family, and um, uh, realises that when she wakes up, and like Maggie's like poking her eye. I, lo- I love any joke that The Simpsons do where they're poking eyes.
1: Uh, quick interjection. I do really like when she gets to the top of the Redwoods and leading to where the Simpsons live has a great joke of, um, what a view, and you can see both St. Louis and Landmark I've Forgotten and uh, the Statue of Liberty.
3: Oh, that's what <laughs> you so were laughing at. There's right. the St. Louis
1: arch and there's yeah. the Statue of Liberty further down from that.
0: Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Okay, yeah, pretty good joke then. Um, because, yeah, at this stage, it was still very ambiguous where they were.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, yeah, um, but the redwood tree was... Uh, Cut down, but oh, turns out, lightning.
1: But it turns out, lightning attracted by this metal bucket.
0: Yeah, and I love police, Wiggum went, oh, wow, wow, they came back into this act with a news report as well. Great um, act um, coming back from <laughs> devices. <laughs> Try that again. I believe this is a technical term. No, I'm running That is the technical term. <laughs> um, and I like how Wiggum on the news was like, ah, we theorized that the lightning exploded her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> back to you, Kent. You don't get to say that.
0: Yeah. And um, I didn't like the whole Homer gag here Where he was like Oh my god, Lisa is dead Unless I I, I don't know I felt like they've done an unless joke better than that
1: I actually quite like that one Yeah Yeah. uh, Lisa is dead Uh, Unless Dad, I'm alive (laughs) Oh, thank god you're alive Unless
0: Yeah, but that unless (laughs) means Oh, I could kill her
1: It just means he's so confused Whatever he has in his head It could work either way
0: Anyway, they brought it back around because I liked the whole Ned comes around with a pie and he immediately dresses her up like Maggie to yeah. try and get sympathy pie. <laughs>
1: Ew. That's
0: how. I know, right? That's <laughs> how <laughs>
1: oh, it's done, you fuckers. Really? Bottom yeah. lip tongue.
2: Uh. And I'm off to vomit now. <laughs>
1: well, you can thank me for your thinner waistline.
0: Um, and I like how Homer further took advantage of <laughs> it. I'm really Trying sorry. to, <laughs> trying to really pave sorry. right over that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I like how uh, Homer's still taking advantage of it when he goes to Moe's. Yeah. He makes Moe pour onions down his trousers. <laughs>
1: yes. It's only fun because Lisa was like, Dad, I don't want to do yeah, it." Yeah, <laughs> just read it. <laughs> and it. It's balanced out by um, Principal Skinner being well oh, yeah, In this position, it would be uh, to give you all A's. Get out. What's the catch? The untimely death you said to him. sister. Uh, yeah, that's right. Ghastly <laughs> business, that. Mm, ghastly.
0: <laughs> and then they're doing the... Uh, group town meeting thing at the tree and he goes now Branford Marcellus will play and you remember Branford Marcellus don't you? Mm -hmm. yep The brother of Winton Marcellus. The much more talented brother of Winton Marcellus. The
2: much more talented
0: brother. Who? Yeah. Poor Winton. Because uh, Winton, you know, to his credit, he's a good jazz musician and everything, and he helped put together the Jazz documentary by Ken Burns. The Jizzaz. Yeah. See? <laughs> I know. I've seen It's <laughs> famous. Oh, yeah. I forgot that you lived here for like a month. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, but, like, the whole problem with the Jazz documentary is that, like, it is so loving to Winton Marcellus. Like, Who? I- He's a jazz musician that helped put together jazz.
2: Unless. (laughs) You know, actually, speaking of music, one thing I loved about this episode, and, you know, I've sort of mentioned this when we were watching the newer episode earlier, that the old episodes seem to have so many different themes, like mood Mm. music, Mm. and this one used a hell of a lot of them. There was the sort of danger music as she's climbing up the tree. Yeah. And then, you know, she sees the view, and it's like the doo-doo-doo-doo. Yeah, music it wasn't quite that theme but there's a lot of that going on
0: but yeah like the Simpsons sort of orchestration but done with those little like motifs to help spell out the mood mm. of the time like when she's climbing the tree it's like adventurous and like climbing stuff yeah it's sort of determined music. yeah <laughs> but then yeah when she discovers the tree <laughs> fell down when she wasn't there like oh no yeah like very oh no music
1: It's very bum. bum, bum, bum.
3: <laughs> mm.
0: Um. Uh. So yeah, and um, the turn with the rich Texan. It turns out he's gonna turn it into the most brutinous, tootinous, pollutinous <laughs> amusement park. Yep. And um, yeah, Lisa reveals that she's not dead. Uh, like it felt a little too quick, but I mean, I guess we're in the third act at this point. Like we you, you need to wrap, to wrap that up, resolve
1: everything. I do like guys a
0: a girl.
3: <laughs> I like
0: sideshow Mel going. Good lord, he's cutting the guy wires. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna have anyone spell out your plot points, make yeah. it size your mail.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good lord,
1: we've only the third act.
0: No.
2: <laughs> I do. Th- I think you're right on that point. Actually, that it it does seem quite rushed at the end. It's like wrap it up. But I think in a way they probably realise that, and they're like, oh, we're out of time. Yeah. So. This log is your log. <laughs> yeah. this, log this log is, is my log. log. Like that's, no, that's just it. like okay, goes,
0: we're done now. The I'm town. going home. Uh, they show Jesse in prison again. They have a couple of jokes with Lisa, and then yeah, bust into the Woody Guthrie song, <laughs> <laughs> which. And my <laughs> favorite is was- Mo's cameo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, on it's onions, onions
2: inside my trousers. My
3: trousers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that's so tacky. I now love it.
2: Exactly. Like mm. I, w-
1: I think at the first time I saw this, I was like, that's stupid. Take that out. But later on, I was like, no, you have to keep that. It's
2: but great. I think if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna completely run out of time and do something dumb to end the episode, yeah, at least own it. And it. they completely yeah. did. Just like, eh. yeah. It's,
3: it's like the episode song. where
1: they're on the island you go, And later on, the children were saved by oh, I don't know. Let's say Moe. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going home.
0: And then the log heads out to sea. (laughs) Um. All right. Time for the questionnaire. Um. So yeah, a storyline throughout that sort of uh yeah had a almost a non sequitur first act, but it all had themes that tied into the overall plot. It had a different
1: seed, but then became this a storyline from that.
2: What I have to say as a last note, actually, is that a lot of Lisa episodes are always learning episodes, mm. but this one had a surprising amount of laugh out loud moments. It
0: did. Uh, and I mean, she was given good material as well.
2: Yeah. She's given good material and... Lisa can be a total whiner. Mm. Absolutely.
1: We all know that. Um, almost, I don't want to say f- she failed her objective, but uh, she kind of did.
0: Yeah, well yeah, right. she did because they cut down the redwood, but also the redwood took out, you know, the omnipave place and
2: Yeah, so what is the lesson here? Everyone loses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah If you're gonna
1: stage a protest the moral is if you're gonna stage a protest, stage it from the ground.
2: Yeah. Mm. And don't use a metal bucket.
1: No, plastic. In on. Oregon,
2: as it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking miss that.
0: Um, if you were to put this in a playlist, what theme would it be? Uh, Woody, I guess Lisa-centric episodes. Woody
1: Guts covers.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Onions in trousers. <laughs> Lisa-centric episodes make sense, I yeah. think. But, uh, yeah, well, just, just like...
1: Lisa hippie episodes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, true. Le- uh, yeah, Lisa's Beliefs. Lisa's that, Beliefs. That's what we'll Take call the, that, Lisa's Beliefs. Yeah. That will be the title of the playlist. Take Love that, it. Lisa's Beliefs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, vegetarian episode, Buddhist episode, this episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? I think so. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm on board. Characters are all on point. Yeah. Um, The only comments I have to make about when I didn't like characters, I just thought there were a couple of bad Homer lines, like, that weren't great, but then again, you yeah, guys... Yeah, you weren't
2: his biggest fan this episode, were you?
0: I wasn't... No, not in this episode, but yeah, you guys unless. seem to like
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. situations where you're so committed to the opposite idea yeah. that you get locked into it no matter what changes. True. So I could let resurrect Lisa's corpse, but oh, wait, now I don't have to unless she was already dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um... Uh, do you have any memories about how this episode may have influenced your life? Has this come up at all? For me, it's... Well, I'm
2: not a vegan.
0: No. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, for me, like uh, it's just a few quotable moments, like, Queer the Boy, and um, baseball caps everywhere, which <laughs> I just say for any place which is filled with jocks, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just baseball caps, caps everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Small liberal arts college. <laughs>
2: Called professor by first name. I feel like uh, I related a bit too much to that in (laughs) our shitty liberal arts college. And actually, I remember
0: one of the... uh, uh, A girl that I was paired with in uh, hospitality in like year 10... Um, she was joking because she was a vegetarian and like, we'd have to make food with meat in it. And she goes, oh no, you wait, a, you know, <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. Well, I'm actually a level five vegan. I don't need anything costs chat. I'm like, ah,
2: Simpsons, yeah, fist bump. And you got an instant year 10 boner.
0: I did, but of course she ha- she was one of those girls with like a 24 year old boyfriend. Oh, bam. Yeah. To be, to be fair. Damn those goths You're older 24 than
2: 24 year- now. Maybe you should look her up.
1: <laughs> She's still going to be too old. You need to look up, like, women in in cooking classes now.
0: Well, no. I mean, that's the thing. Maybe it's just... Why do you
1: think we're doing the podcast? You're right.
0: (laughs) To attract old women?
1: To attract young women.
0: (laughs) Hey, young women who like The Simpsons. God damn
1: it, we had a mission statement, you fuck. How's that going for you? (laughs) Terribly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Our Tinder social has got no hits. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Simpsons Index are coming to your town Owner about and creator of a
2: spreadsheet online about the fucking Simpsons
0: <laughs> And I'll spread come your sheets Come at me ladies Hey ladies, want to date a guy who knows how to work Excel and Podbean? <laughs>
1: oh, who doesn't? My
0: God
2: <laughs> That's what I've always dreamed of
0: <laughs> um, How many times do you reckon you've watched this episode?
2: Oh, Easily 20 plus Yeah? Easily over the years
0: B.T.?
1: 4,000! Well, I
0: haven't quite watched it 4,000, but this is one of my favourites of the 12th season. And overall, I like season 12, so I reckon I've seen this probably, yeah, 20 to 40 times. Roughly give or take. Um, Wackiness. Um...
2: Wacky in parts, I think. Time menu scenes. time menu wacky.
0: scenes. Return to
1: me, log. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> this log is your log.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole log sequence is pretty wacky, but True. other than that, it's all pretty realistically gra- li- realistically grounded.
0: To mm. reuse this word, man, it's all natural and organic, man.
2: Mm. Yeah. Like pocket mulch. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: this entire episode was written
1: on recycled paper. <laughs>
2: with a soy pencil. I saw this episode before it was cool.
0: <laughs> you won that question. That's
1: hip hip hipsters mixed
0: with the hippies. That's right. <laughs> um, any uh, heart in this episode? Heart in this episode? What a do lot you of heart, I think.
1: Yeah, it's it's it, again, it's non-traditional heart where it's not the characters connecting; it's more a character connecting to their ideals, mm. and that's what this is all about. It's all about Lisa aspiring to be. Uh, an activist in the things she believes.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it did have missed hard opportunities where they took jokes with Homer and Bach taking advantage of the fact that she was dead and it only seemed to serve those quick couple of scenes before she revealed that she was alive. But yeah, she had a lot of heart for Joshua Jackson and I must say, I did too. That, you would. That dreamboat <laughs> has the dreamiest voice. I mean, that, it's, it's like, you know Magnum Ego? where between the two layers of chocolate, there's that, like, caramel. That's Joshua Jackson's voice.
1: <laughs> wow. it, I mean, I know exactly what you mean. I still want to slap you, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it is caramel smooth.
2: What I loved the most, I was actually sort of hoping, because I hadn't you seen fucker. this episode in quite a few years, and I was hoping for Joshua Jackson's Cruel Intentions era, yeah. where he plays that super, super camp gay guy. Oh, that's right. And he puts on this ridiculous voice. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, if that voice was on this guy, <laughs> not so smooth.
1: Very different episode. He's got a mouth like a hoover. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, cruel intentions. I've got to do a hate watch of that sometime soon. It,
1: no, it's true. Don't it kid is,
2: yourself. You it love is, it. I, I love it. Everyone some, loves
1: it. It is one of the most 90s films ever made.
0: Yeah. Oh, it totally notorious is. notorious
2: spit between Sarah Michelle Gellar <laughs> and Selma Blair's <laughs> lips.
0: Yeah. Man, you could, you could ride a, cr- a bike across that spit bridge. That was the
1: only place we could go to watch women kiss prior to <laughs> porn on the internet.
2: On a full-size movie screen, that that's spit line's like uh, five uh, metres sh- long. Sheridan,
1: on IMAX. On IMAX. That's at least <laughs> a 20 metre
2: spit line.
0: Yeah. I know. I thought yeah. Manly was the only place that had the spit road bridge.
2: Oh!
3: Bam. Fuck
1: you. I ruined it. <laughs> four 4% uh, perc- of people get that, I, which is me. I'm 4% yeah. of <laughs> um,
0: Yes or no, do you want to watch this episode again? Yeah, I do. Yes. Yes, I do too. Um, well, that means that we should rank this thing. <laughs> Kick it off, Shezbot. On our patented six-point scale, where does this fall for you?
2: I reckon it's a gold. Mm. It's, it's no cubic zirconia. It's no rolling around on the floor laughing and quoting it forever, but it's certainly up
1: there.
0: Cool. All right, a gold. BT, what do you think? I think this is a
1: gold. Go, always believe gold. you
0: got soul. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's like I'm, I concur with you. that it's a it's a solid episode. It's really it's just it's just shy of a cubic, but it is shy of that mm-hmm. quite obviously. Mm. But it's still hell funny, and I I enjoy the hell of it.
0: Yeah, look, there, I won't lie there is a part of me that wants to give it a silver, but Really? You've been I had asked too much that, fun man. watching it, you know.
2: because you hate that one fucking Unless joke, isn't it? That unless. one thing. Look, I, I, yeah.
0: This would be a cubic or if uh, I unless. think uh, the Homer jokes were better in this episode. It's not all but, about Homer, man. Well, no, that's it. It's at a Lisa episode, and as far as Lisa episodes go, this is yeah, definitely one of the best. So, yeah, fuck it. I like it. Gold. <laughs> this is a unanimous gold. Ooh. So coming up next, we are going to be watching a season two episode. Gasp. Going back ten years. Gasp. And this one's called Two Cars in Every Garage and Three Eyes on Every Fish.
1: Are we back in the
0: And we are back. And we just watched Season 2, Episode Something. I really don't have the episode numbers on me today. Matt. Episode Something, Two Cars in Every Garage, Three Eyes on Every Fish. I think it's Episode 5. Guys, what'd you think?
1: I think I'm going to Google that title, because it feels like it's a reference we don't get.
2: Already did, and I couldn't find one. Oh, really? really? Funnily enough, yeah. I it think feels
1: it's like it's a political so, slogan. That's
0: yeah. what
2: I thought, too. I well, yeah, wrong, it does
0: have that whole vibe about it, Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this is the episode where Bart catches the three-eyed fish, blah, 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 something. Mr. Burns decides to run for governor. Um. And... <laughs> Classic episode. Classic episode. And especially given the current couple political climate, there's jokes oh, that have gotten sort of eerily funnier.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, boy. So
0: many yeah. parallels. Yeah.
1: I mean, do we dare talk politics on the Simpsons Index? Yeah. Um, I say the lines, by incorruptible uh, to Lisa's heavily labored question, how do you, uh, your your popularity seems to have the success of a runaway fate, freight train, why are you so popular? Yeah. He has a spine of, well, some respond to my incorruptibility, others to my integrity. It's like, well, <laughs> that sounds a lot like a really recent candidate who may or may not have won. But yeah, yeah just man. the
0: whole uh, thing about an old, decrepit, rich person Going for governor, you know. There's only one thing that's missing from that and the old decrepit rich person lost.
3: <laughs>
2: well, even more so than that quote, I think, you know, at the start of the episode when Monty's drunk and he's crying to himself in his car and Homer jumps in and then yeah. he says, Don't you know how much it costs to run for office? More than any honest man could afford <laughs> And you just go, Oh God. No, that just, just oh, the
1: line man. um if you were governor, you could say what's legal and what's and not. And yeah,
0: what's safe and what's not.
1: So bring it back. Republican Party claimed that Herbert Hoover won the election on the title A Chicken in Every Pot and a Car in Every Garage. Bam. Oh, there you, there you go. Hoover. Herbert Hoover. Mm. <laughs> in makes 1928. sense. 1928.
2: Yeah, a bit of an old reference funnily enough. Well, oh. I mean, I well,
0: i got to say this. Um, I noticed that it was written by John Swartzwelder and Sam Simon. And yeah. I don't know about Sam Simon, but I know for sure John Sh- Swartzwelder has a deep fascination with American history. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure
2: a lot of them do, mm. or would have to, even if they didn't before they started writing on the show. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: there's a certain pedigree that comes with writing for The Simpsons, as we've mentioned before, and possibly even in this podcast, I can't remember, I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but where the... Uh, the climate of previous television shows was Father Knows Best and The Brady Bunch, where the male was the focus. Mm. That's right. And uh, perhaps this is why. I'm, and this The Simpsons is really the first one that said, "No, the male is a bumbling idiot." Yeah. <laughs> and we're not working under a patriarchy. We're working under a God only knows what.
2: Yeah. Well, just chaos, I suppose, because really? it's and not that, really a matriarchy. No,
1: it's not mm. a matriarchy. It's just. The patriarch of the family, yes, he earns all the money, but he's also an idiot, and that was really a big... And that's what people forget about modern-day Simpsons and modern-day sitcoms in general, is that this was the antithesis of everything going on prior to that. Yeah, and yeah. now,
2: basically, that's the format. You think of anything mm. that's around right now. You think of a family
1: guy? You think of even, even modern family? Yeah, modern mm.
2: family I was yeah. going to mention, The actually. husband
1: is kind of an idiot, and the wife is what keeps it together, and this was the first one. Day, but even then, you, you branch out to pretty much anything else.
2: Well, even you could um, argue on shows like Queens, The Big Bang take Theory, your
1: fucking yeah, Big Bang, where like mm.
2: all all three guys are supposed geniuses and they're constantly outsmarted by the chick who allegedly doesn't know anything. Yeah, do
0: not
1: understand things street.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate that show. That was a terrible example because that show is just terrible.
0: We have a lot. I was taking your word yeah. for it because I've watched like total three episodes, and that was because I was kind of forced to at the time. I've watched
1: total like four seasons. I can tell you, she's not wrong.
2: I've
3: smashed five TVs on the
0: ground. How many have you watched? None. (laughs) None. (laughs) (laughs) How did you watch four seasons of that show? A mix of
1: initial enjoyment followed by this is the most popular thing in the world right
0: now. Yeah. Why
2: fascination? The amazing thing is watching it without the laugh track on.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard. The fun thing for me is
1: watching its immediate betrayal of its initial content. It's a betrayal of its initial conception. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sheridan. I love you too.
2: I know you'll get me back. The one first. I will That's
1: why we're friends. You'll Aww. be. Oh, so much. How Kill much you party with kindness, you
2: motherfucker. i right about this episode. <laughs> Anyway, so the one thing I wanted to say, the very start of this episode, where Lisa and Bart are sort of fishing in, in the hole.
0: With a great vertical downwards pan towards them, yes. Yeah. That's
2: right. And then they have this random investigative journalist that comes yeah. up. It's yeah. It's totally, they didn't even bother to explain why he was there. It's just like, well Why son? he's talking to children. Yeah. Creepy ass dude approaches two kids fishing, I mean, yeah. asks them what their name is.
0: Hi, I'm David Shutton. I'm a reporter. I've got a camera.
1: <laughs> I, I agree that in the sense, I think. on the I, a lot. <laughs> from, from a sitcom perspective, I like they just get straight the fuck into it. Yeah. Because what we find a big problem in the later True. episodes is they flounder around for 10 minutes and then you get the plot. But it's, yeah, it's very. Why is this happening? Yeah. But goes, on the
0: same level as why did they let an overweight mental patient uh, sit in Bart's room all evening to write a song? I suppose
2: <laughs> we're all a bit cynical and, you know, and damaged these days. <laughs> yeah. But as maybe, you know, maybe that's what they were intentionally trying to sort of put forward, but yeah. chewing on the little bit of hay. To a certain, degree, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To a certain degree,
1: I want to feel like if this had happened on the Brady Bunch, it would have been normal as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like if a reporter walked out, hey, Bobby, you do? No, nothing, Mr. How'd you know was Bobby? Don't you worry about that, kid.
2: No one dies on the Brady Bunch. Yeah,
1: but, <laughs> um,. I, I do, in this day and age, totally support Bart's line of, I'm Bart Simpson, who the hell are you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who the fuck are you, dude? Yeah. yeah.
2: Maybe I suppose that's the one thing that he's like, he is a bit creepy, really.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: but I I think he mostly chalk that up to a different time and place, I suppose. Different yeah. time and
0: place. And like you said, it's only there to set up the story, which just rolls from there. Like, um, the second he picks up the fish... Finds it's got three eyes, points out the nuclear pant, then you get all those great spinning newspaper gags. Um, so then after that, Burns has the inspectors come along and the great hold me, Smithers. Like <laughs> <laughs> Man, fucking Harry Shearer was doing a great Mr. Burns in this episode. And this is one of the first ones.
1: Yeah, you were saying he was uh, played by someone else for a long
0: time. Uh, just for one episode. Yeah. One of the the first episode that Mr. Burns appeared in, it wasn't the same voice actor that Appeared in every other episode from then on. Well,
2: funny you bring that up because I noticed a very, very different sounding Grandpa Simpson in this episode. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, that was always Dan Castellaneta, the voice of Homer, doing Grandpa. But much like how the voice of Homer changed, the voice of Grandpa definitely changed. Oh Yeah, most significantly.
1: Yeah, yeah. That switch, like the Homer switch, to me is way weirder. Frosty chocolate milkshakes. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: true. Versus, yeah, and I got a bucket on my head. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's more and more of an idiot.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, this, this is ver this was season two though. Yeah. To be fair, this is the biggest thing in television finding its feet.
0: Yeah. Um it, it is fun going back to watch the old episodes to see yeah, where they came from from when they perfected their stride versus
1: Yeah. Blacksmithers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What what <laughs> are the blacksmithers? Quimby. That was just one episode and it was uh, an animation fault, but they sort of Was it? Yep.
1: Or was it a conspiracy?
0: Well, anyone you can edit... it,
2: always a conspiracy.
0: There's always a conspiracy and anyone can edit Wikipedia, so conspiracy. <laughs> Left-wing media. Dark-haired Quimby.
1: Fake news. Not Quimby. Um, <laughs> Wiggum. Dark-haired Qu- Wiggum.
2: Dark-haired Wiggum, that's true.
0: Um. So, yeah, the great uh, montage with, like, the... the uh, Plutonium rod as a paperweight, and <laughs> the gum holding in the crack in the fission tower, and
2: the roof leaking acid onto the inspector's <laughs> note <laughs> clipboard. Oh, classic, and then, classic. oh,
0: someone's left thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> on this table. I love,
1: I love Mr. Burns bribing people yeah. anytime. <laughs> like uh, later on, you get the uh, well, there is $10,000 on that table. You can trade it all for what's inside this box. <laughs> so, the box, the box. <laughs>
2: Smithers, all the thousands
1: and thousands of dollars, and the stupid,
2: stupid man are still <laughs> yeah, here. Are still here. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: it's so good. I love this. Everything Mr. Burns is my favorite ever. <laughs> uh,
0: and he's given such good material in this episode, and it's just excelled. Like
1: the perfect tyrant.
0: And mm, um, uh,
1: there's a good, good line for it. In fact, Shotgun Band named the perfect tyrant. Damn <laughs> you! <perfect> <laughs> <laughs> Got to be quick on this podcast, Sonny.
2: Sounds a bit prog.
1: Yeah, it would. That's be. only
0: because it's like one word off a perfect circle. Yeah, right. Also good. Two words. <laughs> uh, and the are uh, kind of the same word.
2: <laughs> you're kind of the same word. Get back to the podcast. Sounds a lot <laughs>
1: like Smelly it. <laughs>
2: Peanut butter, O-B-T, jelly
0: You're yet. such a tool because a perfect circle.
2: Enough. All no,
0: right. That, that may- joke <laughs> may not fly over some people's heads. Oh, anyway, wow. fuck so. You.
1: <laughs> God, I. Fuck God. Fuck.
2: (laughs) Elliot's got the controls. We can't turn off his microphone.
1: (laughs) Shaking slowly. (laughs) You're on a timeout. (laughs) Get the fuck off your own podcast. Sheridan, what do you think?
0: (laughs) And now uh, giving it to guest host Sheridan Molly. Take it away. (laughs) All right.
2: Well, I suppose moving on from this, you know, so Monty Burns launches into this what is it? You know, campaign like a runaway freight train. Yeah. Oh, but before that, he
0: gets drunk and he's singing, brother, can you spare a dime? I, I oh. actually was about
1: yeah, to bring that Very, very I sad. really like that bit, yeah.
2: Actually, one thing that I got from that was you very rarely see Monty Burns show any kind of emotion. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That's and for him to get drunk and cry, mm. though in the other time I've seen him emotional that I can remember off the top of my head is when he's having memories of him as a little boy and he's lost his teddy bear.
0: Yeah, yeah, with teddy bear. With Bobo, that's Mm -hmm. about it. Bobo, I suppose so. But they really um, uh, did some interesting animation choices in this bit with all the shadowing and stuff, like really showing... Long cast shadows, yeah. This is the nuclear plant after hours and he is still here and... Even the um,
2: shadows under Homer's eyes when he's looking in the car. Yep.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. and after it's ooh 9.30 I really slept in at work <laughs> like yeah Marge I'm uh, home late These 12 uh, hour days they're killing me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah all that animation there with all the shadowing is really um, good and yeah that's the moment where Homer suggests yeah Mr. Burns if you were governor you could see what's safe and what's not and then they drive off into the
1: well where, where are we going to a better future if it's on the way can you drop me off my house <laughs> yeah. I love that line so
0: much because that feels like my line to
1: anything ever <laughs> we're gonna create a better tomorrow cool drop me off over here
0: and yeah act 2 starts out with the um, uh basically yeah Mr Burns assembling his um, Legion, team. Of yeah. mm. <laughs> Legion of Doom yeah Legion of Doom otherwise
2: known as Legion of Doom Yep. yeah
0: <laughs> meanwhile
1: <laughs> if you're gonna form any clan call it the Legion of Doom it's like my sister, who's a podiatrist, has this has this uh, regular meeting with a bunch of other podiatrists. I'm like, if you don't
2: <laughs> comparing foot if notes? you don't call no! them the fucking
1: foot clan, yeah, <laughs> I will not babysit while you go to this goddamn meeting anymore because <laughs> <laughs> it is right fucking there.
0: <laughs> hey, where's that. Beck tonight? She is with, she is with the Foot Clan.
2: <laughs> oh, it's got a shiver, a horrible, horrible
1: shiver.
0: Oh, in that clan you go, you don't get tenure, you get tenure.
1: Fuck uh, you! You know what? Fucking leave. I, I told you you're before. on a timeout. All out. right,
0: all right. I was joking. Yeah, I'll leave. I make I footstep
1: <laughs> patterns as though you're leaving the room, and make a slam book. That's all I ask.
2: That sounds like you're. No, I won't say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, after Marge and Homer are having their little political debate. I will say yeah, very briefly,
1: there is a great. When Mr. Burns is. Uh, he's a. Uh, where are we going? To make a better future. You know, if it's, it's on my way. Drop me off my house. That is end of act one, end of like commercial break one. Yeah. yeah. We go into yeah. act two, starts commercial break two. And I love when they do that. It fits beautifully. I love that. True. And
0: yep. And there it starts with the political debate in the house and. Marge calls Mr. Burns despicable, and it's a great uh, um, thing that gets called back to when in the next scene when Is they're at the campaign well, meeting. 90, and
1: percent like, aver- Ninety percent of voters see you as despicable, or worse. Yeah, I love this.
2: The focus group answers are amazing. Yeah, and then later on, imperial and godlike. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, If you have to be anything
1: in a political race, be political, uh, sorry, empirical and godlike. That's right. Yep. <laughs> There's a great line from Noel Gallagher where someone's like, how are you today? He's like, godlike. Godlike. It's like, <laughs> you are an ass, but god, that's a good answer, you fuck. Yep.
0: And I love Burns' confidence when they start shooting the commercial and they're doing the classic, you know, the mic is hot. Mm. And yeah. he's like, every Johnny peel will be eating out of my hands. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, friends. Hello, friends. <laughs> Here is an actor playing Charles Darwin. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) But
1: don't take my word for
0: it. Yeah?
1: Don't take my word for it. Believe this actor who's (laughs) dressed like Charles Darwin. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I'd certainly like a third eye. (laughs) Wouldn't you? you? (laughs) No, I think we should certainly pay attention to uh, the campaign roles around the table. Because they were bloody amazing. So you've got, you know, on your regular campaign team, you've got your personal trainer, your makeup artist, your speech writer, whatever it is. And then you go around to the negative side of the table. Oh, well, you've got your... Mudslinger. Written some (laughs) of them down. Your mudslinger, your muck rider, your garbologist. Garbologist. (laughs) It's just amazing.
1: I would just give my left pinky to be the goddamn garbologist. (laughs) That sounds like so much fun.
2: And later on, when they're reconvened, you know, Burns is going, well, what have you come up with on this Mary Bailey character? And the garbologist Mm -hmm. oh well, we went through a garbage. I'm like, uh, oh, right, uh, you're a literal garbologist.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And uh, we found some who dated her when she was sixteen. Anything, uh, he felt her up.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> not good enough.
1: <laughs> well, also like, like not even a bad report. What, just a neutral one. One of those one. rare moments of um, continuity is when Governor Bailey becomes Senator Bailey. When the Simpsons go to Capitol Hill. Yeah, that's right. And they show her the "Learn to Fart" poster. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And she's like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh that's right. That's Senator Bailey. Hey,
0: we're Springfield. We're from the learn to fight state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oregon. I do
2: particularly <laughs> like the, uh, through this whole episode, the sleazy campaign manager stereotype. Oh, the yeah. The chief of staff with the slicked back hair and the suit that's a bit too snappy, and
1: he's yeah. just. Oh. And actually, in that joke it's where, where that crawl. guy does
0: Homer's makeup. He looked so much like him. That's right. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a call to that. I know yeah. I love
1: how he's like a, just just a half step above like a used car salesman.
2: Oh, a hundred percent.
1: And I love that. And it feels like it's still politically re- relevant. The relevant.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Well, the funny thing is, you know, when they were going around the campaign team table, and this is your such and such, and your such and such, I was recalling a sort of a camera shot around the room of the recent debate where they had. Clinton's campaign team and Trump's campaign mm. team in the same room and they just started screaming shit at each other. <laughs> and they were, there was like a blonde lady and then there was sort of the dude that looked like the dude next to her. It's all like mirror images.
0: <laughs> but then again,
2: the Simpsons predicted Trump, so <laughs> might have predicted his campaign team. i got
0: to say, yeah, this episode seems to foreshadow more of the Trump stuff than um, the actual episode where they say President Trump did. Yeah, that's right. Like. Uh, there is some amazing parallels here. This
1: this is politics, and the main thing you can say about the Trump campaign, it was pure, undiluted politics. 100%. All spin and no
0: substance.
2: <laughs> beer?
1: Beer.
0: <Yeah. laughs> Asahi beer. On the beer index. I rate it a gold. Silver.
2: Bronze. Oh, Bronze! Wow. Bronze. Wow. I don't hate it, but there's better beers. You know,
0: Mm. (laughs) anyway, (laughs) there was
2: a bit of a fake news, you know, prediction in this too. What was that? So, but it's, uh, you know, it's not even specifically fake news, but I love, you know, when they're basically feeding propaganda through the media outlets Mm. and then there's a shot of Homer and Marge sitting on the couch and she's going, God, it's despicable. And then Homer says, oh, I bet before the media reported on this, you didn't even know how many eyes a fish had.
1: (laughs) I do love that bit.
0: Because we've had our own similar weird alt-right things happening in our politics as well for all our American listeners, but in the same year that one of the most racist bitches and three other people got elected to the Senate, we also had our first Indigenous female person elected to the Senate, and I think that's pretty fucking tough.
2: And our first female Muslim MP. Really? Yeah. A doctor, no less. No Ooh, shit. Dr. Ann Ali. She's awesome. a counterterrorism terrorism expert.
1: What, what position has he gotten to?
2: She's uh, she's not a shadow minister yet, but she's so like House of Reps MP.
1: I was going to say quickly interject. I love the shadow cabinet. It's got the best name. The shadow I cabinet. Know, it's so Isn't cool.
0: that that just who's not in power? It's it's yeah. the one is shadow. Yeah, it's yeah, literally
1: exactly. the one who looks at the one who is in power and sees what they're doing. And goes well. That's not right. Yeah, it just <laughs> basically
2: says you're fucked. Yeah, all the time. But
1: it just has the best title, the shadow
2: cabinet. The shadow
1: ministry. So cool. So cool.
2: (laughs) The Shadow (laughs) Ministry does sound like something out of Harry Potter, doesn't it? Really,
0: I love it. Good. The Shadow (laughs) Ministry.
1: (laughs) Like, there's no way you. I don't know how you get whispers on a business card, but they have them.
2: (laughs) It all swirls somehow with cloud on a black background.
1: Somehow it just appears every time you look at it. Like,
2: what the fuck did you do? What? (laughs) How did you? I demand we bring in cloaks for the Speaker of the House. <laughs> Seconded. <laughs> Good. Motion passed. Moving on.
0: Moving on. Um. Anyway, getting back to more weird parallels where they do in the interview with Governor Bailey and she goes, oh, I trust the people are not gullible and I trust their intelligence and... <laughs> Didn't that know. hurt? <laughs> yeah. Then and you
2: hear a cameraman say, oh, interesting strategy. Good luck <laughs> with
0: that. <laughs> and then the campaign manager says to Burns, you know, go... um." you know, have dinner with one of your workers or whatever, and he goes, <laughs> has the great lines of like, oh, every Sally housecoat and Eddie punch clock will <laughs> will love all this, this political stuff.
1: I love uh, before that, I can't remember, what, the, what was the context of this? But, uh, oh yeah, Burns. you've
0: lost touch with the colored man. Oh, <laughs> heaven for fend. Heaven <laughs> for fend. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, oh my it's god. So Burnsy. So Burns.
1: So good. I love his old English speak of literally When you everything. think
2: about it, Burnsy's actually a little bit camp.
1: No, no he de- most definitely is, but that's yeah. what in an yeah. old-timey so way. Much fun of, uh, about yeah. him. This is what he made great of. Uh, I'm sure the manual indicates, which is the Vesolatrix and which is the matrix. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Velocitator and v- matrix. <laughs> mm. I do
2: feel sorry for, uh, you know, like, is it Harry Shearer that voices Burns? Yeah. He is just the best dude. Like, no. some of the lines that he comes out with, to have to record that properly and eloquently, <laughs> I can only imagine.
0: Actually, these days he literally he phones it in. Wow! They they've got a high speed connection from his home studio to Simpsons L A. He lives in London, and they literally email him a script, and he phones in his lines. Good on (laughs) him.
1: That's the life. Imagine that,
0: and getting paid like. I think it's like no, two it's million every time.
1: 9:30 a.m. I'm wearing my boxes and I'm gonna record Mr. Burns' lines. Now.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the amazing thing is I've seen him ad lib in interviews as well, and yeah. he is very clearly a super, super intelligent dude. Oh yeah, most. That of... just like he has mastered Mr. Burns' mentality in his mind, and he yeah. can just be a tyrant in the modern day. I love it.
1: Yeah, that's my my favorite bit of Mr. Burns lines is when he is that overly sophisticated tyrant. It's so good. It's like, am I too late the 5.15 autogyro Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hop in.
2: <laughs> My favourite of all time.
0: <laughs> so the start of Act 3 starts with uh, another political discussion at the dinner table where Homer goes, oh, Marge, by the way, tomorrow night Burns is coming around for dinner with all the camera crews yep. and everything. <laughs> And I love the line where it's like, Kids leave, I don't want you to see this. Please, you think it's gonna be a fight <laughs> and he's just groveling.
1: <laughs> That's the modern man, I can care.
0: Um oh uh, one line that um used to come up in my family a lot where Burns arrives and Santa's little helper pounces on him and Homer goes, Oh, bad dog, bad neighbor my dog. dog. <laughs> We used to say that a lot in our family because our dogs, well... (laughs) Oh, dear. I
2: love that he gets knocked over by the cat as well. (laughs) He's just the weakest individual in the world.
0: Yeah, and then he's talking through his teeth as he gets back. Oh, a little roughhousing with the pets is really good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, yeah, the whole whole dinner and how... um, it's so obviously scripted, but he's playing it off as, "Oh, I didn't expect it to be a political discussion." Yeah, my yeah. <laughs> that's his fucking politics.
2: The, um, the whole catchphrase thing that they had going, you know, in every every campaign, there's one line that they constantly pull out. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah and, the, and those bureaucrats in Washington and blah blah blah. blah. That's right, <laughs> and in this episode,
2: high. it was taxes are too high, and you know, keeps referring to the bureaucrats in in the state capital. Yeah, yeah. or you know the. Fat cats over there, the bureaucrats in the state capitol, you know, yada, yada, yada. There's always one of them, and he answers every question with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just keeps reaffirming that message. And I love, yeah, after Lisa delivers the line, and she doesn't even listen to Mrs. Burns' answer. She just goes to Marge, I feel awful, and then Marge. So fucking sly. The cooking hero the fish. of this episode, really. Absolutely,
1: absolutely.
2: I think there's a bit of a going back to what you were saying about you know The Simpsons being the antithesis of what was going you know going on with these sort of patriarchy positive shows. Yeah. I think a lot of the time it's it's not it's not the opposite as we said before. They don't mm. you know it's not a matriarchy, but it does show Lisa and Marge being the brains behind the function. At However, yeah. they yeah, yeah. never get any credit. And I, I think they make a point.
1: Well, what I love in this one is there's a great moment where uh, Homer is like, he's trying to snug with Marge and Marge is all moving away from him. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, he's got <laughs> a, you know, and she says, uh, I don't want to snug with a man who won't let me let me express myself. He's like, but you do express yourself in the home you keep and the f- food you serve. It's like trying to push her down to that uh, serval, how ah, words to escape me? Serviltudel uh, roll. No, serviltudel is not a word.
2: Slave Serviltudel. It's a German dish. It, it's not. No, no. wrapped in pastry.
1: <laughs> serviltudel is wonderful when. It's a type of spatzel. you got a bit of berry, some strawberries in there.
2: Servitudinal, perhaps. Is that a word? I don't think that's a word. It
1: is now. Fucking, yeah. So he's trying to push her into that traditional role of uh, homemaker to which she responds, with, well, that's how I'll express myself. Here's some three-eyed fish, motherfucker. That's but right. It
0: is. It's so gangster. It know, is. It's
1: great. I, I love that because you have that quiet foreshadowing of her saying, well, that's how ex- oh, that is how I'll express myself from now on. Yes, good
2: night. Rising up against the oppression. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go Marge.
0: Yep. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah. Girl power. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I also, like
1: that is brought Sorry. to a cohesive family unit at the end, where he's like, he said, "All oh, my dreams will go unfulfilled." Oh God, Marge, what does that mean? And she's like, "All your dreams are sleeping in and <laughs> occasionally boning." Yeah. No man can take that away from you, and I like that. It's a very nice nuclear family dream of just yeah. existing.
0: Yeah. And it's nice. It sort of it did feel like it came to a sudden end then, um, after that scene. But, but
2: so did his campaign. Yeah, yeah. that's the nature of politics. Yeah, you know, you're right. done. Just, you're
0: done. I don't think Homer ever believed in Mister
1: Burns. He was just supporting him because he, he felt like otherwise he had to. he'd lose
0: his job. I think yeah. he said that exact thing. And I
1: think Marge understood that that, it was, that this was a uh, motivation by employment
0: rather than a motivation mm. by actual empowerment.
2: Well, on that note, I wonder how many people Trump employs in the states. <laughs>
0: actually like as it. we discovered in new york more than we thought
2: yeah right
1: yeah there's a lot of trump buildings
0: yeah
2: there's a huge big fuck off one in chicago yeah i've seen right on the river speak
1: your quiet pieces quickly like a lot of the people who and i and this is why i said uh integrity and incorruptibility but a lot of the trump supporters were all about he doesn't owe anyone because he's not taking money from anybody to run his campaign it's like well he's still a businessman and the presidency is, at max, eight years. Mm. You think he's not going to want to do his buddies in a high-profile business a couple of favours? Well,
0: like, yeah, I mean, head of Exxon is what? Their environment minister the uh, Secretary
1: no. of State. What?
0: Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> it, oh, that is so bad.
1: Not your country, man. Shadow Ministry. (laughs) Let's get in the Shadow Ministry. (laughs) Follow these feelers around.
0: Bill Shorten, assemble the Shadow Ministry and. (laughs) Shorten has no power on the Shadow Ministry. Time for the questionnaire, but before we go to that, I just want to point out the animation of the bit where he uh, does eat the fish and he spits it out, and it flies yeah. frame by frame, and the frames yeah. are overlapping, and it's blurring into, and they're doing like this weird know slow motion. No, that on bit. the mm. was on the
1: fork, and he moves it, and the bottom last twitches. Oh, oh great. in that creepy to, oh, way, oh so good.
0: That yeah makes it like. It seemed even more gross. It makes
1: it disgusting. If it, was, if, it, if it had been still, it would have been like, suck it up, eat the goddamn fish. Yeah, mm. yeah. But the fact that it twitches. The twitching oh, and so, flapping yeah. around. Then you're like, no, no, no.
0: And then, yeah, oh, he's dead before the uh, fish hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, <but> like, <laughs> and, yeah, I thought it, uh, it, uh, it did. It made a great point about how quickly the media circus moves.
1: Weird, random extra point. Very early on, Homer has a wristwatch. He does not pay any attention to it.
0: Homer hashtag Homer wristwatch. Yeah,
1: again, Homer only has a wristwatch when he calls attention to it, has to tell the time, and someone's like, "Oh," or he's like, "Oh, that wrapped up much quicker than usual."
0: <laughs> time for the questionnaire. So it was just an eighth storyline throughout, um, with offshoots. Um, if you could put this in a playlist, what would the theme be?
2: Political episodes.
0: Political episodes, definitely. That's about it. <laughs> um, Mr. Burns-centric storylines, because yeah. The Simpsons were the supporting characters in this one, I thought. To yeah, true. The mm-hmm. Mr. Burns thing. Absolutely. Um, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, everyone
0: was on point, and Marge was so badass in this, but in her own homemaker way as well, which, yeah, lent to her character, but made you think a bit more of her.
1: Mm. I I totally agree.
2: She really is the dark horse in, you know, she always sort of manages to come through. And I have noticed in some of the later episodes that they've been putting her down a bit. She was always sort of the dark horse that fixes everything, but, most recently, I can't think of a specific example at the moment, yeah. but she seems a lot more powerless these days.
0: Well, there was one episode um, I did with Dave and Liz called The Blue and the Grey where Marge decides she's not going to dye her hair anymore and uh, yes. everyone treats her like oh. an old lady and it's just really sad and depressing and sexist. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, But, you know, maybe that's because that's what it's like in the real world.
0: Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know.
1: It's the difference of uh, waving that as a flag of the way people should be versus a parody. Mm. Mm. Yes. I mean, should we feel bad for Marge having grey hair? should she mock her for having grey hair?
0: But yeah, that, and that's the problem with that episode, that the satire doesn't feel strong enough that it's making like yeah. a, a point. So it's just awkward. It's just, yeah. it's, it's just being awful. Because satire mm. is a
1: very thin line.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you have any memories? Um, how has this episode influenced your life?
2: I think the three-eyed fish became somewhat of an icon for yeah. this show. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so that's probably one of the most recognizable images from The Simpsons in general. But
0: yeah, I used to have this like uh, little toy water tank that had a fr- three-eyed fish floating in the water. Yeah, and there you it go. was like a water dispenser. But yeah, anyway, nice. sorry, go on.
2: And I think I think it's it's one of those very iconic iconic Simpsons episodes. Mm. And it's so and
1: iconic. When Game of Thrones came out with their three-eyed raven, it appeared in The Simpsons. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it
2: makes a lot of sense. Yeah. makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I do think it's one of those episodes that keeps giving too. Probably mm. the first time I saw this was 20 years ago and I was very, very young. Mm. So I probably wouldn't have picked up on a lot of the the sort of nuance, little references Most to politics of, yeah. that completely apply today. Yeah. This is 20 years, to, probably more than that, 25 years old.
0: But it also applies to like, because I tried to think about it, well, it's not just, Trump, like it applies to many eras of politics. Oh,
2: absolutely, every era, arguably.
0: Like, yeah, Clinton, Bush, Obama, yeah. Uh, and in any up. other country, yeah.
2: and, and and at every level, like this is a local government story. It could apply federally, state. It's just,
1: yeah. Well, mostly about you. Ha- you imply an entire side to assassinate the character of the other side.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: With muckslingers and garbologists.
0: Muck-slingers.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Garb- garbologists. <laughs> <laughs> you muckraker.
0: Play count. How many times do you think you've seen this one? I reckon I've seen it about 30 times. I don't tend to visit season two that often, but I think that's like the play count from back when. I would have seen it a lot in syndication, whatever. How about you, Shaz?
2: I'm going to say five to ten.
0: Five to ten, yeah. Beach? 48 billion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just assume a quarter of whatever you've seen and shut up. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good. Um... Any jokes from the old days that might have flown into your head that you only really noticed on this viewing?
1: I would say it's one of those ones that I've revisited often enough to kind of get what they're doing, yeah. Without really knowing where that distance between I didn't get it, and I do get it. Because mm. I think for the first maybe ten years after it came on, this would have shut up, shown up every year, and so maybe it, you know, the third viewing you get it, and then you don't know anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot that you probably would have missed if you saw this for the first time as a kid.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: You know, certain little, not jokes so much, but certain little lines like, you know, more than any honest man could afford. (laughs) You would have just thought, oh, that's just a, you know, a saying.
0: (laughs) But it's interesting that it's even a classic in my mind that I do remember from my childhood because it's not, it doesn't seem like there's much for kids in this episode. No, it's not
2: particularly funny or slapsticky. It's more sort of... It's and more yet, depressing, if anything. Yeah, yeah. The but,
0: jokes are more based on yeah real life observations and stuff. And
1: yet, I very definitely know I watched this as a kid and quite enjoyed it. So. Yeah. I, I suppose
2: in the end, it's a cartoon. And, you well, know, once you like the characters, yeah, you
1: like anything they do. It's a cartoon that doesn't speak down to you either. Yeah, mm. true. And you're on a long way on that.
3: Mm.
0: So, yeah, segues nicely into the wackiness. I don't. Besides Zero. the three eyed fish, there. And. But that ties into the whole nuclear... It becomes a serious or, yeah. point
1: after it comes a wacky Point, so I would say it zero. It's entirely yeah. serious.
2: Yeah, I mean, this whole episode really is just the definition of satire. It's social commentary, you know? Yeah, like, it, it's just, that's all it is. Yeah. And, and satire can be very dark. It's not always, you know, laugh out loud. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, in that as well, there isn't a lot of heart in this episode, and even in that final scene where Marge and Homer do resolve their political differences as they've had in this episode. And... Um, it, it wasn't a particularly heartfelt moment. It felt more like a wrapping the episode up moment to me.
1: It did, True. but again, I would hop back to the fact that Homer never wanted to believe in the things Burns was saying. He was just there because he felt obligated to be there.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so yes or no, would you watch this episode again?
2: hundred percent. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Most of. Totally. So let's rank this thing. Uh, BT, kick it off for us this evening.
1: Well, I think this gets a gold. go. Always believing in your soul. soul. Oh. Yes, I do.
0: Oh, it's, By uh, the way, how good is Sing Straight? It's
1: great. It's a great song. It's a great movie. You've probably seen it if you like uh, early 80s mm. kind of pop music better. Uh, New
0: Wavy. Have you seen it yet? Sing Straight? Nope.
2: It. Never. It's about heard
0: of an, it. an Irish guy that likes to write songs, so he writes some songs and then he escapes Ireland. And I would oh, enjoy it if it was a little more depressing in. at
1: the ending because that's my, my, my morbid yeah, fuck.
0: Well,
2: I, I, I'm going to give it a gold. Yay! Yo. I think, and Always it's funny because it's a very different gold to Lisa the Tree Hugger. Yeah, which is also gold. Very two very very different episodes, and both up there.
0: Yeah, but um, different in. This feels like those two episodes sort of bookend the classic era of The Simpsons to me. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So gold from you, gold from you. Um, I'm actually calling it a cubic zirconia. (laughs) Bam! I didn't think I would before I watched the episode, but there's just something about this that is just um, so excellent. And like, I think its only shortcomings are the fact that it's an early Simpsons episode and they didn't exactly find their pacing and their footing yet. Mm. So sometimes it has some slower moments. But I think all up... um, this is essential in the sense that um, it lays some serious foundation, and it and does. I think it certainly and says
2: something that it's survived, you know, in mm. in context for twenty plus years as well.
0: That it can maintain its relevance. Politics yeah. doesn't change. Pienso. Yeah, <laughs> depressingly. Like That's it. depressing. The other reason that makes me give it a cubic zirconia is that the March conflict episode is very real, and they never use it as a plot point to go, oh, Marge and Homer might split up right now. It's True. just, this is a reasonable couple having a reasonable argument that lots of reasonable couples have. Mm-hmm. And they do it in a reasonable way where they um, reasonably get back together at the end. And in amongst it all, Marge is so fucking gangster.
2: <laughs> yeah, bam, oh. go Marge.
0: So yeah, two golds and a Q. Okay, that about does it for episode 25 of the Simpsons Index. Um, BT, thank you as always. Where else am I going to go? <laughs> <laughs> and Sheridan, thank you again. For thank you for having me. Yeah, I hope we uh, have you again soon.
2: Absolutely. What? If there's beer and there's pizza. And
0: there always is. Excellent. Bam. All right. Well, that was Shes. that was Beige, and I'm Elliot J. O'Neill, and I'm not tapping out.
1: <laughs> That's his sign-out <laughs> phrase. Really?
2: You're we'll on a ahead. fucking time-out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you get it? Because of the mobile app. <laughs> and now... And the theme music. Thank you for checking out The Simpsons
1: Index. Be sure to check the website for information on upcoming episodes.
0: Thank you for checking out The Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. Woman goes home with another man, and no one don't seem to care. This
2: log is your log. This, this
0: log is, is my log. Vol- inside my trap.
1: Go, gold, Always believe you got
0: soul. Gold,
1: someday. gold. The Always believe in your soul
2: Never end an episode on Sammy fucking Hagar. Just don't do it.